Hello. Okay, dope. It's working. Oh my god, I can't believe you're yeah, the person I'm about to introduce. It's someone that I've been a fan of for like how long? How long would you say that I've known you for? Oh, I don't know. It's been long. About eight years. It's fucking hell. Like, yeah. I've just known you through like on Twitter. Yeah. And you've always shown love. <laughs> And we've met a few instances like yes. gigs and yes. mutual friends. Yes. So the person I'm about to introduce is none other than the lovely Emily K. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. It's a warm day. It's a very warm day. It's so hot outside. Like, <laughs> it's, no, honestly, to God, I don't understand, like, what the fuck is English weather? Yeah, we're thankful for aircon. Hopefully, <laughs> these mics aren't picking up too tough, so. Hopefully. But yeah, but you know what? Yeah, I want to get into it, like straight into it. Okay. Obviously, because we don't have much time. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> but um, number one, yeah. number one single in the country with Joel Corey. During a global pandemic. That is crazy. Like I was on here with James Vickery. You know James Vickery. Love James. Yeah, and he was basically telling me that you hit number one on like multiple streaming platforms. Very it's mad. Like, and you know, actually, funny enough, like if I, I haven't even done it. So if you go on Siri and ask, so so do hey Siri. Like, hey Siri. And ask it what the number one song in the world is right now. Okay. So weird. Siri, what is the number one song in the world right now? Currently topping the charts is Head and Heart, featuring MNEK by Joel Corey. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy what to me. What the fuck? But yeah. How, how did that go about? Because Joel Corey, I've kind of seen him in like a major show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on a major show and then he went into music. Well, I think he's he always was... been DJing oh, okay. and like doing all that stuff and mm-hmm. various other extracurricular things. Mm-hmm. I I jumped on the song and I, I got sent it yeah. to by management. Yeah. And I loved it. And then I changed a few things mm-hmm. me me and leo kalyan just because uh, we live together so mm-hmm. i was like hey do you want to help me do this mm-hmm. and then it became a part of the song and then now literally we record it in his bedroom and that's like what you hear on the radio no it's mad because even with my girlfriend's mum she was like oh is that head and heart and i was like <laughs> yes that's him i was like how do you know she was like oh well you know I was like, wow. <laughs> I was okay. like, everyone knows though. Like everyone is hearing that song, and it's like, I've always been a fan of you on like dance and house house tracks. I think that's how I was introduced to you like many years ago. Yeah, yeah, and like now, is this is this like your first ever number one as an artist? Yes, wow. it's my first number one as, as a singer. Yeah. Um. Although I'm, I sang on Need You 100%, but I mean, yeah. I, I hummed, so I don't yeah, know if yeah. that constitutes as, like, verbal singing, but... That was also Grammy-nominated. Sure right? was. Yes. Wow. A while ago. A while ago. Um, yeah, I mean, this is my, my third as a writer, and mm-hmm. my first as, a, as an artist, so mm-hmm. it's a very... It's a cool time. I didn't really think it would happen this year, or at all, again. No, I, 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 when I heard the song, I was like, I know this song is going to do well on the charts. I, I knew it was. I knew it was. Well, I'm thankful it has. <laughs> very, very appreciative to everyone who's gave it a, a listen. Yeah. 
But also, like, something that I've always wanted to discuss with you... Yes. ...is being a black LGBTQ pop star, pop artist, pop star. Thing. Music person. Yes. You know, the pop star thing is so weird to me now, because I'm just, like, I'm just... All I do, I just make music. Yeah. Like, whether I'm writing it, singing it, producing yeah. it. Just the music... music but I, I've always seen you as, like, a musical prodigy. Oh, I've always seen because like because I'm not I'm getting old now, boo. <laughs> no, but even though, no, but I feel like what twenty five. Yes, and twenty six November, yeah. yeah. And like, if you look at your credentials as an artist, it's crazy. I remember I was going. For, there's a Spotify playlist of like your production credits, your writing credits, yes. like, everything, and the people on there. It's mad. Like I, 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 I don't know many people your age that have that much on their catalogue. It's been a long career and I had a head start. No, you did. Because I remember... What, what Did this song go to number one? The Saturdays, All Fired Up, and you did that. All Fired Up went number three. Number three. Still top five, though. Yes. Yeah. That was my first You were 16? Yes, 16. Fucking hell. A baby. You were. A baby. <laughs> and then you look at, like, basically for the last decade, and do you feel like you've grown as an artist in terms of like the way that your music has changed and the yeah. way that your sound has changed. Totally. I mean I I there's so much has developed from that first song, like from mm-hmm. All Fired Up. I mean All Fired Up was literally me being a part of a of a bigger puzzle. Yeah. You know, and then other things came out of different areas, you know, from the rudimental collaborations and Corbin City and yeah, and then on the flip, thank you. And then on the flip side, there was like the Zara record and you know all of the other Rhino production things I've done. Yeah. Um, so it's been cool to just like dip in and out and just like be involved in bits of music that I like. I yeah. do like a lot of these songs and being a part of, thankfully. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and like all I want to do is just continue doing that. And I think it's cool that I get to do this at like being who I am, what yeah. I am, and um. Hopefully, it, you know, it lets other people know who are similar to us as black LGBTQ people that we're very capable of doing anything we put our minds to. Yeah, because um, I remember telling you, you were partially partially the reason why I came out. You told me this, I and I was like, you. damn. Yeah, because I, I, like, obviously, you're an artist, you music it your whole life. Yes. I'm a lover of music, and growing up, we didn't really have people like us on the telly. We didn't really have, you know, black LGBTQ pop stars to kind of look up to and be like, yes, that's what I want to be. Or that's who I, you know, aspire to be in whatever way. And having someone like you, who's around my age, but like a year apart, um, just doing your thing and, you know, being open and being, being so open about who you are. I think many people look up to you in that respect. And I did, I was like, oh my God, Emanike, he's doing his thing, he's doing his thing, being the person that he is. And that gave me the courage to be like, yep, I'm going to come out as bisexual. And this was around, I was, I think I was 21 at the time, 21 going on 22. I remember when you did, yeah. and I remember like, I've, and I've watched like, as you've like, been like, openly like, coming out bit by bit to yeah. all the bits of your life. Yeah. And that's what happens, like, it's a mm-hmm. beautiful thing to be open about and to live freely you know because mm-hmm. there's so many people who don't get the chance to do that yeah. all they need to see is an example that everything's going to be okay yeah and that whatever happens whatever adversity you come across like 
there will be another side. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very happy for you. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. No, because I think I think it's like probably now at 26. I think I'm so comfortable being who I am. Yeah. And so comfortable sharing that part of my life. Yeah. As opposed to like many years ago where it was like, oh my god, I don't know if I can do this. You know. Yeah. And it's not only you. I mean, there's you know Oli Alexander. Yeah. As well, you know, uh, I, during that time I was a big fan of Yeezy. Still, it, it, still I'm a big fan. But like they were probably my favorite band at the time. And I remember going to his gig, um, and seen so many people like me mm. but at the time I wasn't out mm. and I was like oh my god like I want to be this and that's this what is... he does it for yeah you know me and Ollie are good friends and like we talk mm-hmm. about this a lot and just like you know whatever we're doing like it's really fun that we get to create our these environments for people like us yeah you know and you know us growing up and us uh visualizing like media out there you know we mm-hmm. never got to see those representations and it's fun like it's great i honestly a lot of times like have you ever been to black pride no i wanted to go this year so you're gonna need to go next year because yeah the first time i went to black pride was a proper breakthrough moment yeah and just that it was this event mm-hmm. for queer people mm-hmm. lesbian like everyone yeah people of color mostly black I'd never seen that many people who were black and queer in the same environment. Yeah, I think that's because I've always been around like LGBTQ people. My best friend, um, he's gay, and um, it it took it took basically well, it didn't take him a while. It basically took me a while to be around that mm-hmm. around like black LGBTQ people. And I remember the first moment that I was around like you know black LGBTQ people. It was like an awakening. I was like, oh my God, like there's so many people like me. Yeah. And of course, as we said, you being, you know, an inspiration to quite a few people. Yes. Like ourselves. I mean, I'm thankful, you know, and I I just hope that I'm not the only one, you know, and I, I know I'm not the only one. I know that there are others and they just need to have a spotlight on them as well. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I I, I I hope to keep it going. Yeah. But what is next? Like what is next for you? Album two? The beautiful thing is I actually don't know what's next. Mm-hmm. I know one thing I do know is that I have a lot of new uh writing production stuff coming out. Ooh. Uh, Can you say the names or is that it's, like a load? Uh, Little Mix. I've Ooh. been uh, working a lot on their latest mm-hmm. album. Thing I have about I love them they're great they're, so cool. they're very very they're amazing mm-hmm. I think I have like five or six songs on the album but I, you've been working with them like before their first album or across all the albums more or less did you work for, on wings I did oh, okay yeah. I did so that's kind been of, a long time it's been a, it's been 10 years so like around that so I've what I've always I've been a part of every album in some type of way. Even in the third album, mm-hmm. when they scrapped that album, I was yeah. a part of that one. And then again, but then I've had a song on Touch. each one. Touch, which did really well. Touch is. Well, that was your production all over it. Like you have that signature. I've noticed every single time. Like I remember there was one time I was watching Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Oh yeah. And 
Jojo, you worked on a song with her. Yes, good thing. Yeah, and that, I was like, this is a Mika's production. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I co-produced that. Like, I think, you know what? It's, um... I'm just thankful I get to work with people I really admire. Yeah. You know, like, the and so, okay, so, sorry. To Mm -hmm. sidetrack, Little Mix. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm doing, I've done a bunch on their album. I've been doing a bunch with Mabel. Ooh. I've been working with, um... Tiana Blake. I, uh, no, please, please, please. Yeah. Tiana, I love her. I love her. She, like, everyone knows my favourite artist is like, Neo. I love her. But Tiana Blake has, you know, made me, I don't even know, I feel like I've fallen in love with her voice and her music. When I first heard Cut Ties, I was like, oh my God, like, what the fuck? Mm. She's dope. Cut Ties is great. It's, it's so one good. of my favourite songs it's like, so of recent times. So yeah. it was cool to work with her. I mean, mm-hmm. Ryan did a session with her. Um, and who else? There's just like a bunch of dance stuff, and now that this song is done, what it's done, I guess mm-hmm. there's a lot of requests for features, and I'm like, I, I see. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of things that as far as album two, I've kind yeah. of like parked it for now, okay? Yeah, that makes sense, just because I don't know, I think I've I'm I'm realigning with what my career is. I know, mm-hmm. like, I I spent a long time being really imprisoned by not being the biggest pop star in the world. Yeah. And now I've come to this, like, epiphany, ironically, having the number one song in the country. But <laughs> I'm definitely less obsessed about... Being that. You know, it doesn't yeah. have to... I, don't, I know that, that there's a lot of great things happening outside of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, more high vibrational stuff. Mm-hmm. But, so I'm getting there. Yeah, and also you're still young. Yeah, you're still young. You're 25. I feel like an old man because yeah. I've been doing it for 11, 12 years. Yeah, but um, I am young, and there is still time. And I know that I I want to be like a Quincy or Pharrell or Timberland or like these people where I they think you could be. They've had long careers, you know, mm-hmm. and and they've had some of their biggest hits in their forties. And like I'm here not even 26 yet and i'm thinking oh my husband but it's not that you know there's a lot of things but you can also look at the fact that you know you mentioned it the timberlands and the pharrells you can also look at how look at the people that you've worked with Mm. as well you know one of them being you know the queen bee beyonce Mm. which is crazy and then you know you can kind of understand like i feel like you can tick off things that you've achieved already that many people can't who are even older than you right so you've done a lot of things that you don't that you're proud like you are proud of them yes do you know what i mean you are proud of them so there's no rush to kind of be that straight away when there's so many amazing things that's going on for you right now i guess it's like the fact that it's all been done in my 20s you know and i think like and also my late teens, yeah. where it's just been, I've been a bit bright and I've been like, why can't I get this? Mm, I want more. I want yeah. this. And it's like, it's fine. I'm, I guess I, like, I achieved, I've, I've achieved quite early. So, but I know there's more to achieve and like, it can be achieved. And like, I have uh, great support systems in my friends and in my colleagues and that I'm happy with the music I'm currently making. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we keep this going for another 12 years. <laughs> at least <laughs> no I feel no 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 I because I always said yeah there's not many like people 
like you. Not many artists, producers, writers like you. I feel like you're one of a kind. You're like a gem. You don't have... No, because people your age don't have what you have. Honestly, they don't have what you have. And I've always maintained, like, vocally one of the best. Writing-wise, one of the best. Production-wise, oh my God, like... You can, you can hear your influences within your sound. And that's what I love about you as an artist. I feel like you're unapologetically yourself. I've always Yes. But that. That too. That too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try my times. best, babe. Like, yeah. And like, I hope everyone else can be unapologetically themselves as well. Yes. But that's, that's like the beauty of it though. I've always seen that in you. You're just, you know. All I can do is try, Queen. That's actually <laughs> all I can do. I think that I spent well, you're like, trying hard. Yeah, you're I work hard. hard. No, you do. I you work do. hard and I think like, it's all about also like enjoying that work. I know I, I, I just don't want to be imprisoned by a lot of these things anymore. I want to like get back to me being 14 and just making music because I loved it mm-hmm. but obviously when you're an adult things are different and yeah. you have things you need to pay for and like a lifestyle you need to uphold so Indeed. I guess like those are now those are now factors but I mm-hmm. I try to maintain it just being me having fun me making friends me yeah. making colleagues me making mm-hmm. connections me making great music mm-hmm. that's but all mo- it is but even so like most of your friends are like musicians no? All my friends are musicians. Yeah. Um, like your close friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fans of, big fans of. Yeah, I mean, I guess that helps because we have a similar uh, passion. And, you know, like, I've always been quite one-track mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I've always l- wanted to do music and I've never really, like, wavered on that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I just only want to... I think it's great that I've been able to make friends in this industry and that I, I actually call my friends and they're not mm-hmm. just like, mm, you know, like, pay, take a picture together and then, like, not talk to each other. Like, yeah. we're making music. Mm-hmm. We're hanging out more than we make music, actually. So yeah. it's um, it's cute. I want to... I, 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 I hope everyone has that in their work environments and, and in their friend groups, like, people with passions and that they can, like, just, like, correlate with. Yeah. But, you know... We basically have to end this now. Man. <laughs> Man. It was short, but I feel like we got everything in. Like, it was a short, concise conversation. It was short, concise, and you can splice and dice however you like. See? This situation. Lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Already on the spot. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm so happy that you've come on because I've wanted to do this podcast for a long time. And you are always on my list as, you know, that artist that I wanted to come on. Because I felt like this would be a great conversation. But I want to thank you for coming on. Thank today. you for having me. And maybe, like, we'll do, maybe if, if, if it comes down to it, me, you and James can have an, a one. And it can be longer. And yes. it doesn't have to be a rushed uh, summer <laughs> situation. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, socials. Mm-hmm. So everyone knows where to follow you, obviously. I'm just at M&E-K everywhere, thankfully. And that's just the four letters. I'm not going through this again. (laughs) Um, And 
Uh, is there anything else? I mean, I'm not on TikTok like that. I'm too. Yeah. I'm too old for it. Like, I'm just M and E K. Everywhere else. Yes. Also, go and stream Head and Heart by Joe Corey and Emily K. It's Hi. a dope song. So yes. Um, and also, you guys know my socials: O M O Z A Y at Instagram and Twitter and all of the above. Wherever you want to find me. We so, love yeah. to see it. <laughs> love to see it. So, um, yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was dope.